Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what is up, brother and sister bears? Welcome to another episode of The Porcupine. I'm Adam Nutter. What's going on? How are you? Thanks for joining me. Uh, let's again, you, you guys know what's up. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fucking whore myself out. Uh, fuck you, David Brady. I was on your show. Don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of my name. I just, I'll fight you. <laughs> <I'll tear> you. <laughs> fucking, damn it. Hey, you do like to drop the intro? Cool. Buy a shirt, which is I'm going to plug right now. Everybody go buy a shirt. <laughs> go buy a shirt. Perfect timing, David, to bring that up. Everyone go buy a shirt from your boy. Where is it? I'm going to find it. There it is. Go buy a porcupine shirt, guys. Droptent.com slash store. Get the white series. Get the black series. Get your fucking disobey your local nutter shirt that the very own Mark Bazaka was sporting on Kyle Kyle's podcast. Uh, Liberty and Strength. Uh, uh, top lobster artwork, especially. Uh, sh- uh, yes, uh, com slash store. Uh, follow me at Adam Nutter on everything, please, if you do not mind. And, of course, just for stand-up coming up uh, live this Saturday, we have Robbie Bernstein. Coming, headlining the pop-in right outside of Philly, Shalfa, Pennsylvania. Two shows, 7 and 9.30. Tickets are selling. There's only a handful left, so get them. Uh, Drop10.com slash events for those tickets. Again, Robbie Bernstein headlining both shows, The Fire, King of Sandwiches himself, Mr. Bernstein coming out. We also have other great comments on that show, Sarah Bell and Jay Simpson, uh, who are very funny. Uh, Blaze Gigakis is hosting. And I'm not even going to do comedy, honestly. I think I'm just gonna take a break. <laughs> so you guys, you guys figure it out. Uh, you get show. And but I am gonna do comedy at the stand, New York City, March 22nd, 7 p.m. show. Coming out to that if you guys are in New York. And uh, the big one again, I want to plug headlining the shell up in New Hampshire, April 30th. Coming out to that shit. It's gonna be a good fucking time. Uh, all tickets slash events all right, so uh, Jacob's running late because he's a fucking loser. But <laughs> joining me today to go over this uh, the LPPA convention weekend, pretty much, and just our share our thoughts and and takeaways from it. Uh, you go him, you know him, you love him from In Liberty and Health, my boy Kyle Makovic. I can't pretend anything today. Matovic, you're good. Matovic, you're good, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking for so long now and so many hours in a row. My brain's just like fucking <laughs> fried. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I just did my own solo podcast. Um, I, I got to pull up to see whether or not people want to uh, hear about green energy or social conservatism. You know, yeah, both I voted topics. on that. I said social conservatism just for my two cents. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I've had the green energy one recorded for quite a while. So I figured, uh, uh, you know, it's a little bit relevant to what's going on now. Uh, Jacob is late because Jacob is trash <laughs> so don't forget that uh also my buddy uh uh my opener blaze gigaic is gonna be popping in at some point because he's not a libertarian although as you know you met him uh he does lean a lot our way but uh he uh isn't technically libertarian so i wanted like an outsider's thought of like a convention weekend like what did you think of that fucking shit yeah so he's gonna pop in a little bit we are waiting for jacob uh apparently yes i am the socially conservative adam nutter thank you constantine <laughs> so kyle your takeaway from the weekend. What do you think? <laughs> um, I've never seen so much reading and rage quitting. I'm pretty yeah. sure um, if we could concentrate all the um, screaming and crying that I saw in the hotel lobby, we'd probably be able to fill up a hot air balloon and throw some people out of it. Now, I'm not advocating for that. But, um, no, it was really, really cool. Um, we got to 
hang out with a lot of cool people. I met yeah. a lot of people that I haven't got to meet yet. And uh, I did lots of shots with a lot of people. I figured out I should not say that, um, you know, or ask who I forgot to buy shots for, or who I bought shots for, because there's going to be a lot of people asking for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were the whiskey guy that weekend. Yeah. You were the whiskey shot guy. You were that guy. Yeah, every time I smelt you, I was like, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's kind of the shtick. Um, I just had to make sure it was known, but I'm kind of thankful. My problem is when I start drinking is that I don't pace myself. And there's like a line where you're like, okay, I feel good. I had a few drinks. And then like, it's a complete total shit show. I normally sprint past that line and go straight to shit show, but managed to keep my cool. But um, yeah, Friday night was really, really cool. Um, see, Kyle yeah, told me a see. job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's always next year, you know, if you're uh, around Pittsburgh anytime and come yeah, to right? a He's like, actually show. I am. He's like, fuck, I stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you come to a common crown show and uh, I don't know, say in Liberty and health or something like that, I'll buy you a shot. So just for everybody out there. Um, so Friday night was really cool. My brother and I got there and we gave uh, Karen Ann Harless a ride to and from the airport. So we kind of got to get her thoughts on some of the stuff, which I'll get into when we kind of get there. Um, you started with stand-up and I told you this in the uh, inner circle chat and I'll tell it to uh, everyone on the show here. Um, I had, I don't want to say low expectations, but I'm like, okay, he's going to be good, right? And then you performed and I'm like, okay, you fucking kicked ass. Thanks, it was man. awesome. And uh I love Tom Wood's opener. He said, so out of that last hour set, what I got from that was that he has a penis. Also, what? not an hour set. I actually cut time. I was supposed to do a half hour. I did 20 oh. minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah, I had a cut. Oh, yeah, I, I told us on Cult of Us, but um, on uh, – so don't, everything was running late because it's LPPA convention, right? So yeah. everything was running late. Obviously. The, 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 the other comedy show was running late from before that, the one that I did with Neil and, and, and blaze. Right. So that was running late. So I had to run from there around to the theater. And then mm -hmm. that was already like, people were still outside, like getting ticket, like waiting to get in. It wasn't even like people were sitting yet. I was like, Oh, why I run here? I was like, this is fucking mad behind. I'm like, Oh, they can't be happy. I'm thinking like Dave and Tom are probably pissed. <laughs> right. Dave's cool. as cucumber. Tom's fine. I walk up. The manager comes over to me. Uh, and he's like, Ed ploy. I think it was that ploy. It was running everything. Right. So he comes yeah. over to me and he's like, um, He's like, uh, all right, so we're just going to let some more people fill in, obviously, because there's still people waiting outside for tickets. And uh, he's like, this guy over here wants to uh, go up for a minute in front of you and just say something. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Fine. Yeah, whatever. So then that guy comes up to me. He's like, do you want if I go up for a minute in front? I go, I don't care. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just go up for your minute, man. Yeah, it's fine. We're, we're, we're waiting now. We're waiting now. We're waiting now. And I'm like, yo, it's getting really fucking late now, right? So... The whole time, this guy was told to, to go up whenever the fuck he goes up. Oh, look, who's, look who decided to fucking show up. Look who decided <laughs> to fucking this piece of shit. If you fucking wannabe Bane jacket, you're not cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was nervous, Sips. He's a layup. <laughs> well, how, long, how long have you been waiting to, to use that joke, Adam? I used it like actually at the convention. I just reused it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought it back. I thought it was funny. We can't say you reused that. <laughs> so uh, I'm in the middle of the uh, the, the Tom Woods, Dave Smith thing, uh, Jay. Okay. We're, uh, the guy who's delaying the whole show. <laughs> so, uh, again, Ed told him to go up whenever. So now we're waiting. So then I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, let's go to the lobby. I see Alex Schlegel from Maryland up in the lobby. I'm talking to Alex Schlegel. And then I see Tom frantically pacing the lobby. He sees me and like a fucking like a leopard. He like locks eyes in me. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> he like walks. And, you know, Tom's 
significantly shorter than me. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what's up, man? He's like, what are we doing? I go, I don't. I, I don't know what are we doing. <laughs> I was like, what are we, what are we doing? What, what should I should I be doing something? And he's like, why aren't you? I go, that guy, that guy won't go. That guy won't go say stuff on stage. And he's like, what guy? He's like, show me. I'm like that guy right there. He's like, well, let's go get him up there. I go, I got it. <laughs> so like, I just run down there. And by that time, like, apparently the whole time, Ed Ploy was telling him just to go up. And because this was coming from Neil, because Neil was standing next to him, so Neil heard the whole time. Ed Ploy was like going, hey, you go up. You should go up. You go up now. Go up now. And the guy was like, "We are more people coming in? We should be waiting for more people coming in. And they're like, they just go up. Like, this guy thought they were there to see him. Uh, like like, like he was so important. Like he's like, I need everybody to be seated who was here to see Tom and Dave to hear my bullshit minute, which I don't even know what the fuck he talked about. <laughs> but then, but yeah, so I was, Tom was very angry at me probably for like a half hour <laughs> until he realized Jesus. it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Yeah, my God, I actually didn't know that. Um, but I remember you kind of saying towards the end of your set that you had to cut a little bit. I, um, I cut ten minutes of like new material. <laughs> uh, so you cut all the funny stuff. Yeah, good one. I, you know, I, I lay up. You know, that's fair. I wiffle ball that into you, and that was an easy home run. <laughs> yeah, take the easy shots in life. Take the easy I mean, shots. That's fair. Yeah, well, you know what they say: you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and uh, you know maybe you miss even more if you don't get twelve shots in. So uh, I, I knew I, I knew that was coming. I was just sitting there like, <laughs> okay, shot. So twelve shots, joke. Insert here. Got it. Yeah, well, you know what's funny is I actually uh, I was talking to Dave and uh, Tom outside, and uh, I'm pretty sure it was someone who ran the uh, Cathedral Caucus Facebook. Um, had apparently approached Dave and made a, a twelve shot joke about him, and uh, he was like. Okay, you know, it's, it's kind of been beat to death at this point. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, uh, wh- what do you expect Dave to do? Like mm-hmm. flip out on you? Like that's was that is that your goal is to get Dave to be like, well, actually, you motherfucker? Like he's not gonna, he's just gonna be like, cool. Yeah. Like like he's a professional comic. Like you think he hasn't been heckled before? <laughs> <laughs> I get heckled. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's it's yeah, that was dumb. Uh. But I'm sorry, Kyle. What was your? Uh, I I cut you off to tell a, a fucking dumb story. But what? Uh, what else were you saying about? Um, uh, yeah, Tom, uh, yeah. So Tom went up, and uh, his his thing wasn't like he was funny, and you know the kind of Tom Woods kind of way he's funny, and uh, I, I feel like his speech was very motivating because it almost seemed like uh, I don't want to say he was necessarily more appealing to a GOP kind of base there for a little bit because he had a lot of. Um, kind of more right-wingish kind of guys on. But when he spoke at the convention, it really kind of reignited the way I used to feel about the Libertarian Party. And I, I was feeling a little shaky there for a little bit. But, um, you know, after this weekend and seeing the kind of people that were there and how things kind of went, um, <laughs> uh, it, it, I really felt like I was at home amongst all those people. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, your initial takeaway from Saturday. Um, people really have no. It's always good when it has to be a giant yeah. sigh for a start. I know, yeah. <laughs> people, people do not have any grasp of like the the narrative. Like they literally, like I think some people literally wake up and it's like their brain is on reset. Like they're a goldfish and they don't have any long term memory. Like they just literally wake up and just go day to day to day, and all they know is basically like 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 they they have like talking points written on their hand. It's like orange man bad. The Mises Caucus are Nazis and, you know, like a couple other things. And, and that's it. Right. So, like, right. 
if you look at like some of the things that people were upset about over the weekend, if you take them in isolation, might seem like, oh, wow, that's shitty. I can't believe they did that. But it's like, okay, cool. But like, if you look at it within the greater context of like, what, you know, because like, again, history didn't start that weekend. History didn't start at the board, the emergency board meeting before this convention took place. Okay. History started like really, if we're going to really trace it the whole way back, started in 2017 when Michael Heiss started the caucus. And then it, it really, you know, one of the crucial climaxes was last year at convention and everything that happened between that one and this one. So it's like, if you weren't at last convention and this one, and you're an outsider trying to comment on it, you really have no idea what you're talking about. And so like that, that, that was cause like the entire, like, like this was like the, the battles we were having were just like, um, I don't know. Like they, they were, they were they, they, on the surface. It looked like we were debating over what, like Robert's rules and bylaws and policy and, and, and this and that. But really this was like uh, on a deeper level, this was a battle for the soul of the party. And the 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 issue of the entire like 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 all the issues are basically lumped up into one thing which is just like what are you willing to do uh in the advancement of of liberty and also what are you willing to do when you are faced with bad actors right and and basically we decided that we were not going to cave in to the demands of bad actors And, and and that was what this weekend was about i think you know, more than anything else was that we were like we we were able to see through the transparency of how last year it was completely OK to ship in a bunch of out of staters and to, you know, screw with credentialing and keep a lot of people from participating in the convention. And then the cathedral clock is going on all year about how they need to get everyone to Williamsport to try to stop the takeover from happening. And then literally the week before they realized that they didn't have the numbers, they were going to resort to anything, including trying to appeal to our better natures, which is, you know, one of the, uh, you know, like, honestly, like credit to them. Like that is one of the the better strategies that they, you know, have tried to employ against us, I guess, was that like, well, hey, like we're going to try to. You know, like, hey, they're, if they're if they're saying they're principled and they're going to try to end out of state voting, then we're going to try to do it right now. And here's the thing. I think the numbers were in our favor anyway. The, the out of staters. Sure. Yeah. I, like the out of staters basically just gave us the two thirds majority needed to push things through quickly, quickly, rather than having to kind of like take longer to get everything done. But but I think that if we had caved into their demands even if we would have won, we would have set a precedent for giving in to bad actors. And like, we have to cut yeah. that shit out. And that's what Mike has talked about. It's like, we have to not just like take over and get to work. We have to take over and establish that there is a new culture. There's a new regime in, in control of the libertarian party of Pennsylvania. And that like, we're not playing the same stupid games that we've had to play with these people for the past two years. Like right. we're done with that crap. We're done with these these dumb, childish, autistic games. We're here to get shit done. And if you want to whine and scream about like these stupid, petty little things, then just get out of the way. And I, I mean that that was something that uh that Matt said on on your uh, show last night, which I really liked. It was just like, listen, yeah. you want to get you want to get work done? Let's get work done. And I don't care what caucus you are, 
I don't care, you know, what your background is. If, if, if we align on an issue, like literally just one issue, I don't even need you to be a good libertarian. If right now you are a raging leftist, but you're good on the good on the COVID regime, or you're good on the, the, the war with uh, Russia or any of that, like, fine, let's work together on that. Let's get it done. If you're going to be a stick in the mud and complain about shit that already happened, that was going to happen anyway. If you're, if you, if the biggest thing you're upset about right now is, oh, well, you know, you won and you were always going to win, but I don't like the way that you won because it hurt my feelings. It's like too bad. Too like, bad. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Be, right, be an adult. Like, yeah. you know, just that's like, what elections are. You yeah. lose and you win. Well, you, okay, you so yeah, a fun, a, the funny part about that whole deal with them losing is that there was no self-reflection. There was absolutely zero, zero. self-reflection. It's just our so, fault. Right. The former chair had sent out an email and had said that I'm not going to use political manipulation as a skill, and it's not a skill I care to learn, but she was using her position as chair to, you know, hand the gavel down, right, to the vice chairs to chair the convention. And she said, I'm going to be in town getting a massage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Joel gets every cathedral member who left as a pussy put it on yeah. the screen in you all know caps. What? <laughs> but it, it's, it really said something to their character, whereas last year they were so proud of all the people that got elected. And now this year came around and, you know, they kind of rubbed it in everybody's face last year. We're like, okay, well, we're not going to waive this 180 day rule. And I fell under that. I wasn't able to vote last year at convention because I wasn't a member of the party for 180 days. Right. Um, they brought that up. And then this year we come back with more numbers and more people who are willing to, um, you know, vote and get involved. And then all of a sudden they cry and I'm not going to show up at the convention and I'm going to resign because things didn't go their way. They took their ball and they went home, which, yep. okay, well, if you want to have a temper tantrum and freak out and cry in the lobby and make a big deal about it, then that's fine. But when you're ready to grow up and come back to the party and participate like an adult, we'll be here to welcome you with open arms if you're going to be a good faith actor. Right. And I think a lot of people expose themselves as not uh -huh. good faith actors. If you were one of those people who stormed out first thing in the morning before lunchtime, and I'll be first Mid meeting. To say, like, <laughs> Saturday morning to yeah. Saturday afternoon literally felt like two completely separate days. Like yeah. I, I literally thought it was like Saturday yeah. to Sunday. I was like, did no, I time travel it. somewhere? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm but, gonna um, bring in, I was, was going to bring in um, my, my opener, Blaze Gugakis, uh, because he was there also. What's up, Blaze? Shout out. What's up, boys? Um, again, he's a non libertarian. He was there doing comedy, you know, with me, but like uh, he's. Again, That's what you want to call would say, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, compared to Adam. All right, I will oh. stop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here you. This is my show. <laughs> no, but uh, like I would say, Blaze leans a lot with a lot. I think a lot of things we rock with, he rocks with too. Um, minor differences here or there. I mean, he's pretty. I would say Blaze is pretty libertarian leaning. <laughs> yeah. um, but as an outsider, though, who who you know isn't involved in the party at all directly, he just knows what I tell him or what he overhears me talk about it. I wanted to hear his take for, as an outsider. Like, what the fuck did you think of like watching Have you ever that seen weekend? a bigger collection of versions in your life? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I got to be honest. No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that one out there. <laughs> I could count them as I was walking by. It was pretty obvious. You know, you, you know yeah. some of them are just like uh, – like, I think Dave said this on, on Tower Power Hour. He's like, I wonder if any of those guys had like had their penis like just inside four walls. Like forget forget a <laughs> vagina. Just like, just like, you know, inside four walls of something from another person. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and it's funny because those guys would mostly be the ones advocating for sex work, legal, right? As right, of course, soon as possible. The which, ones who need it the most. Which, what which is of that? course, when you go, yeah, I don't think they should they should jail prostitutes either. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like you should grow up to be a sex worker. They're like you hate sex workers. I go, no, <laughs> just I'm not saying you should admire to be one. Zero. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Zero pussy and what it does to a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Blaze. So what what did you think? Like truly, what were your takeaways of the weekend? Like um, everything. Everyone was super nice that I met anyway. Um, there was a, I kind of zoned out of the politics. It seemed to me that a lot of you guys just agree with each other. So it was a lot of like harumph, harumph, like from Blazing Saddles. You know, so I was just like, everyone's just agreeing. I don't There's even understand what they're talking circle about. Circle jerk aspects to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. But um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. I unfortunately was super hungover and missed like all the infighting. <laughs> Which was I was there to see, and I missed it because I drank way too much on Friday night, and then did it again on Saturday night. <laughs> Dude, I, I walked in. Didn't, our, didn't you our miss it too, were... Adam? Because you were on the shitter. I missed. It, I missed a good hour and a half of Saturday because I was taking a shit, and then I missed a good other hour and a half because I was like outside getting coffee and smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think you missed. Uh, you probably no. didn't miss anything you'd want to write home about. <laughs> but uh, I walked into uh, Blaze and Neil's room Saturday morning. I just opened the door, and he's on top of the sheets in all of his clothes with his hat on, still passed out. And I was like, "All right, so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get coffee." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know what time he's waking up." That's <laughs> the most I've drinking in years. Drinking? Yeah, like, and I was cool. hungover for we three days. Yeah, we. Uh, I was, I was, I was high hungover, which is hard to do. Yeah, that is. I felt I felt dehydrated. <laughs> but as a libertarian, it's your right to do that. Is that so. right to do that? Uh, I thought it was funny. Blaze did though say he's like I can tell the difference though just by looking at a Mises person and a and a cathedral person. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. There is a stark difference. Yeah, and I I mean I didn't have any interactions with those people just because obviously I hung out with whoever like Adam was hanging out with because I'm not like a part of it really, and uh, so I, I couldn't tell if they were nice or not. But from what I heard, they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, there's, well, see, the problem is that there is another type there. So you have the Mises people, you have the cathedral people, and then you have CIA agents. So yeah, okay. they're, they're pretty easy to spot, spot out too, to be honest, I think. Yeah. Their names are Nick Sarwar. <laughs> I saw a lot of hiking boots this weekend. I will say a lot say of that. hiking boots. Yeah. For sure. Dude, a lot the, of Indiana Jones looking ass. The, the part where Sarwar got up and was just like, it is a level of, of of cheating corruption. I, corruption i have never and everyone is just like dude sit the fuck. oh my god yeah th the best part about that was literally he said that shit with a straight face and the entire room bust out laughing right as soon as he said that dude he's like, a great actor yeah. see that's well, something that, that i missed like, that was his yeah, twitter yeah, that was his Twitter basically personified. That was I like stood up and started the clap. This guy, this guy was behind, <laughs> but Blaze, this guy was behind a coup to basically steal and defraud an entire state party New up Hampshire. in New Hampshire. Wow, like, like, yeah. theft. Yeah, I will tell theft. you, yeah. <clears throat> this weekend felt a lot like the first time you watched Tiger King. We go like <laughs> I didn't realize how like that this world existed, and definitely not how deep it went. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, how you, I honestly felt. I was like, "Oh my god, libertarian! This is like a real thing." There's like so many of these people wasting their votes and shit. But <laughs> that's that's kind of what I 
hit on a lot in my show and on others as well is that like there's so many people who their entire lives revolves around a fucking political party and look if you're in activism that's great and i you know really appreciate everybody's work that they do right but like if your entire life revolves around this and like you're literally crying over the fact that things didn't go your way in a political party and you're going to just go home over this when you drove like three hours then Mm -hmm. like Dude, you need more to your life. You need to be a little bit more. If being the treasurer of you know your local affiliate is all that you have going for you, like that's that's kind of a sad existence. I will I will give a shout out to Nicole Schultz by the way for actually sticking through the whole weekend and yes. whoever else stuck through. Like that's truly that's appreciated. And everyone who left here is a fucking coward. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you know maybe they will be back next year. I do have to admit Waldenberger sticking around and then you know giving everyone the bird on the way out might that's have been fine. the highlight. Yeah, it, was, it might have been the highlight. We, miss, we missed that. We were driving home. We missed that yeah, whole thing. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. my god! I wish I um I wish I had the video of it, but it, it is yeah. One Bonnie of stuck around too, Joel. Yeah. It, uh, oh yeah. I wish I, I don't have the video <laughs> of him leaving, uh, exiting. We just have the video of just the initial. The best part was how he was like flat. Like he just wasn't. It was like he was like having like a. Like a like a seizure or like he was being like like was there an exorcism or something like he fuck just... you, Ken Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, Ken Ken holding his his laughter back when he's like he has the floor, please, is very funny. Everything about this, see, this is like what I enjoy about being a comic is like I start to not listen to the main person anymore, and then you start to just start focus on details and like. So then I'm like, all right, I already heard John's thing. I'm done. So now, like, what else can it? And I start to focus on like Ken. Ken holding his laughter back is objectively hilarious. And then you pan over to Matt. And what makes it so funny is Matt is just his eye movement and the way he's rolling his head is so funny. <laughs> Cause John's like, this party is a disgrace. And John's like, and Matt's like, yeah. <laughs> like Matt was like the perfect person to be next to John during this like fucking rant. And then Nicole's just sitting there like dejected. And then you look over and then it's fucking again, Ken holding his laughter back. Then the parliamentarian who's like, what is this? And then Karen Ann's like, ha. Ah. Like, it's like a, who, who was that parliamentarian? Like, is he part of the party? Or was no, he apparently they just hired him. Apparently. Well, I'm not again, sure that is. Okay. If anybody knows, well, drop it in the comments. That was a great but... first impression. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would never come back if that was my first impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party. I'd be like, man, these people need, like, fucking therapy or something. Jesus. Well, I don't know. I got there on Friday night, and everyone, we just all started drinking. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the funny thing about the libertarians is like everyone's like, like fuck you. We're going to go get fucking hammer, though, first. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do the, all the, the drugs. The, the, the like the juxtap- juxtaposition of like the convention and then the hotel in the night <laughs> like after convention where like we were all screaming at each other, getting into fights. And then we're just all drinking. We're just like, hey, man, I love you. You're you're fucking great. I don't the, know what the fuck. The amount of people people on mushrooms on Saturday night was alarming. <laughs> who microdosed shrooms. I was like, what are you guys? Dude, I think, place to do I think I might have been <laughs> one of two people who was not high that weekend. Well, you're a nerd, but yeah. Okay, well, I was, I, was moder- <laughs> I was moderately drunk, and I, I, I kind of don't do any of that stuff. So I blacked I mean, out. I'll tell you this much: <laughs> if I'll tell you that when we when we were all together eating dinner. Oh my god! You pieces of shit. <laughs> First of all, for context out there, we are not the only people in this fucking hotel. Okay, it's a normal. It's the Genetti Hotel. It's a very famous hotel. It's a hundred year hotel. It's in the middle of Williamsport. A lot of people are staying there, not just libertarians, but the convention. So, of course, 12 of us sit down to eat dinner. Dude, I think it was more than that. Maybe 15? 
Twenty? Like, it felt like eighteen. On yeah. All right, a lot There's of two us. tables. Everyone is hammered, and a table over from us is an elderly table of four, just trying to enjoy their fucking night. And then we have Anthony Portillo, Portillo, just being like, "Suck my fucking cock!" And I'm looking over, and they're just like. Pull your pants down. Flabbergasted. And then I'm like, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm the voice of reason to this party. You guys know we're fucked. If Adam Nutter's like, you guys gotta be quiet. And then yeah. as I'm as I'm fucking piping down Anthony, Kyle stands up, whiskey in hand, because he has no idea what I was just saying. He didn't even listen to he didn't even listen to the word I said. He just stood up and was like, I my fucking dick and just yelled it to nobody, just the room, just the room, <laughs> kind of to and the old people. Almost like he was trying to get them to leave. Yeah, and I was like, "What did I just say?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I wasn't listening." And I was like, "Shut the fuck up." You want to tug on this, Grandma? <laughs> and then they just took their drinks and were like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Tell them sorry. <laughs> See, like, I feel bad for them, but I feel slightly more bad for Neil because, like, Anthony basically molested him. So, <laughs> dude, same. Kiss me so, on the mouth. Anthony yeah, but, was. Uh, oh yeah, me too. Really, yeah, Anthony was having a really good time both nights, and I'm pretty sure he told me, "Yeah, I like licked Tom Woods." He did. He tried to lick Tom Woods. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Tom. I know. Yeah. Wow. What a night for well, him. I will say that on Saturday night, it felt like. The early part of the night, there were rules, and by the end of the night, everyone was like vaping inside. And there was like no rules anymore, <laughs> like none. Yeah, yeah. Adam was playing two songs on the piano. There was like people gathered around, like vaping it up. I'm pretty sure the hotel would have been like, "You cannot vape in here." <laughs> but like no one cared. It was smoking Dude, weed. And jewels they were playing and in fucking Streets of Rage too in the fucking yeah. in the fucking room in the in the in the garden room. It was wild. Yeah, Dude. it was great. It was, it was so a lot weird. of fun. I'm glad uh, I went. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, to address the convention stuff again, too, and like the dishonesty from one side, like uh, Heist took the blame for nominating that shitty governor guy. Like he was like, that wasn't a Mises Caucus decision. That was like my decision. And they're still like, the Mises Caucus is fucking. It's like, dude, I had no idea we were nominating him. I didn't him. know who that and guy so was. Day, like, we <laughs> yeah, had, no, I didn't was, yeah, I had no clue. And then we, like, in a matter of an hour, I was like, it no. was kind of like, hmm, listening to him talk. I was like, hmm, hmm. I was like, hey, it's not bad. 20 minutes later, I'm like, no, 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 no. What the fuck is going on? That was, listen, if you're going to come after, if you're going to criticize us for something, that is legitimate. Like that was, you know, and and Mike owned up to it. I'm glad he did. And I love Mike. And listen, yes, mistakes happen. That was a doozy. Like that was, that was fucking bad. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. They're going to take this for every single inch that they can. And I, I had kind of put it up in some of the uh, Mises Caucus chats that uh, I didn't like that. I believe it was James Gentleman, and I like James, but I don't like the way that he went after Soloski for the picture. And I get it. I don't agree with Soloski posting that picture, but look, dude, we've all made fucked up jokes. What was the picture? It was uh, a picture. But, yeah. but, but Joe does this over and over and it's over, over again. Hold on, explain in context for well, okay. anybody out there who also might not know listening. I mean, everybody knows about it. Okay, so um, Joe's running for governor here in Pennsylvania, and he's been campaigning actually pretty well over the last two years, right? And mm, I smell blackface coming on. <laughs> he's, been trying, he's been trying to play both sides, right? He wants to be a Mises Caucus guy, and he also wants to be kind of like, you know, you're run of the mill libertarian. And um, he started, 
he kept saying you know bad stuff about the Mises caucus and then eventually he just kind of hung his hat on being more of like a i don't want to say a cathedral guy because he's not like specifically that but more of the establishment lp right like Bellway, regime type regime of, of regime, right. right so um we the Mises caucus kind of decided like we don't want to run this guy so michael by himself had nominated daryl against joe um, now, Joe, prior to the convention, had posted himself or posted a picture of himself holding a gun saying, um, you know, getting ready for the LPPA convention. And then he posted another picture in his comments on that picture of him, you know, holding a gun, standing by a window saying, seeing the takeover buses arriving. Um, that it's a joke. It's in bad taste. I don't agree with making that joke. Um, there are plenty of other things that we could hit him on, like um, Kate Crosby, who was elected right. mayor in Austin. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he said that she was a murderer, right? And he yeah. was like bringing this around using his platform to say that she was a murderer. I didn't um, want to bring that up though because I didn't want to like throw uh, the bus. I didn't, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. disrespect Kate's privacy well, of more course, than it already has been. Well, you know, it, it has been at this point by these fucking scumbags so much already. It's like it's like it's, like, it's almost it, weird not to address <laughs> at this so point, I, honestly. My point in bringing this up is that um, we shouldn't criticize him for something like that. Like, uh, well. That shouldn't be the main point that we're kind of hammering them on, right? Because if we're all about getting elected libertarians, you know, out and about, and Kate is exactly that. She's a perfect success here in Pennsylvania. And I tell people about it all the time because you always hear people, oh, libertarians get elected. Um, she's an example of someone who put in the work and got elected and won her election, I believe, against an incumbent. So that should be celebrated, right? And then you have these, you know, regime libertarians, the part of the establishment kind of guys who are speaking out against her who won you know doing what they wanted her to do and they're not supporting her like you know are you guys really about getting libertarians elected or is it just the ones that you like well, so, it's so it's here's the thing it's, it's the ones it, they like well, right here's the thing N nicole in less than a week has done a million times better than joe did in fucking two years okay like because like nicole was seen as somebody who was anti-mises and with like honest you know effort put forth has talked to us and has and even if there's people there's people in the caucus that still might vote for matt but they're like hey nicole's cool you know we don't we don't we, we want to work with her she's somebody that we we, we want to you know yeah we can we can build a working relationship with whereas like with joe it was like he would just keep doubling down over and over again or answer well, or answer kind of shady like right he kind of right snaked his way out of his answers he did call us a cancer that had to be cut out of the party that too right. okay so there, there you go that's another thing let's hit him for the things that he that like are clear in bad faith a, a gun thing nobody thought he was really good i don't know nobody I, thought he I would harm but, but here's the thing like if you're running for gov you want me to, to vote for you for governor and you're gonna do something that fucking aloof and with like you have zero self-awareness like i'm sorry like it's just i, I don't know i i was i was actually sitting with james when he got up to go in and do that so i was i was cheering him on so like it there are plenty of other things that we could have nailed him on but that was so recent i think that's why james chose it because it was like just such a like you know if you're a governor candidate the other thing it's, it's so hypocritical because like what what are people's complaints about us that we're edgy and we post like edgy offensive jokes on the internet and then what does he do it with like oh come on guys it's just a joke it's like you disingenuous piece of right. fucking like, human okay, that's I, garbage that's our thing that's our whole thing is like we're just joking and, and, right. and that's the hypocrisy that 
fucking triggers me, me right? It's like, right, I, like it's nobody. Like a it's 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 hypocritical. It's like it's like you guys come after our clear as day jokes all the fucking time, and then you guys joke, and we're like, you're doing it now. Just we're making that out clear. Our jokes you know? are in good faith, like, right? And they're like, no, we're not. People? It's like, yeah. well, that, that's what I mean. The uh, I, I definitely agree with that latter point that. Um, you know, as a governor candidate, you shouldn't say something like that. And when it's kind of been a repeated blow and there's just so many bad faith things that were said about our end of the party that um, I just could not in good faith support Joe. You know, I great job. You did a lot of work, you know, being governor, but you should kind of keep, a, you know, a, try to work a little bit better with other people other than the ones who you like if yeah. you really want to be governor. And don't be surprised when we don't vote you in because you've been shitty to our part of the party. You know, Jay Tracks makes a good point. What if there was a pick of Mike Heiss saying the same about a cathedral bus? Right? Oh, you know they would be they, they would go nuclear. They would lose their minds. Yeah, they'd be like, he's threatening murder. It's like the NAP. It's like... Yeah. He's literally Hitler. He's literally Hitler. Yeah, like which which is also funny because don't forget they 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 said that we can't use talk about like Holocaust referencing to the mandates and the vaccine stuff, but but not like taking on the LGBTQ plank they wanted to pass is literally the, like Hitler. Like like they actually said that they actually compared that to the Holocaust. I'm like, nope. Okay. So, <laughs> Friday, like, if I recall correctly, um, Rob Coburn, who is now chair. Um, everybody who knows Rob knows he's a good dude. He's an easygoing guy and he's a great libertarian. Um, I believe some of the cathedral guys and Nick Sorwork were kind of getting on him a little bit in the bar and credits to Rob, because I don't know how I would have handled that when you have like three or four people kind of getting up and ganging up on you and hammering you about this anti-bigotry plank or whatever. Them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You drink them off. Yeah. They, they were all, <laughs> They're all kind of getting on, getting on him about it, and uh, I, I think I bought everybody shots. Me, Michael Heiss, um, Rob, and a few other people. And uh, Mike Heiss went up to Nick Sorwork and cheered a shots with, or cheered a shot with him, and said, "Blood and soil, Nick," and you know, down the shot. It was, uh, it was pretty funny, but uh, thankfully the situation was kind of diffused. But um, you could still tell that um, certain people who were goading Rob were acting in very very poor faith yeah that's the thing i noticed too a lot of this weekend again people could have to be like you're biased okay sure like but i'm not i'm being honest like what i'm about to say it's like what i saw was what i saw just what i saw was mc people for as a whole trying to reach olive branches out a lot of the way be like no don't leave like don't like i even i even uh uh, Brandon Bentram uh, and uh, Joe Bissell, uh, Bucks guy, my chair and secretary. Apparently, they tried to like talk to John in the lobby when he stormed out. Like, yo, don't like do that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so like they did try to like talk to him apparently, and but all I saw was he's the one people. exception. I don't, I don't, I, I would not fight to keep him. Everyone else, I will. I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm just telling you what <laughs> I was told. Okay, I would, pa- I would actually think about helping him. Be like, listen, do you need help packing your bags? Change of address. <laughs> change of political party. Like, you know, let's get this done. Green deal. party. Let's, let's get over there. <laughs> uh, no, but like, uh, but the cathedral guys would just take shots all weekend at people. Like, and they still are taking shots at us. Like in ch- chats and shit. It's like. Okay, man, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been a dick yet. <laughs> I mean, to one person, and then even I fucking buried the hatchet because uh, he had good conversation with Audrey, and I, I fucking trust Audrey, so. Well, there's it's not a good formula to win back your political party by abandoning it, so. Right. 
and that's what there was that's a lot doing though <laughs> um joel yes i am totally a racist nazi because i've not had you on my show yet oh, yeah, I, yeah yeah i guess i guess i am too sorry sorry joel yeah yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. i'm not quite bald but i probably will be one day so i'll i'll totally own that you um, gotta buzz it Just i mean of all it. of all the arguments it, yeah. that people have made at me about how i'm a a a nazi despite being jewish that is the most accurate argument I've heard. So I, I, I have no <laughs> refutation of it. One thing I wanted to bring up is that everyone talked about the busing in the out-of-state people, right? Last year it was an issue. This year was an issue. But guess what happened? Unanimously. almost I, I don't think there was anybody opposed to it, actually. Unanimously. Everyone voted to take away the right of um, out-of-state voters to vote. in the Even out-of-staters voted. Yes. So, and that's the main reason why the Mises right. talk is us, or well, had people come in from out of state is to take that plank out. Right. And I, I kind of wish everybody would like stop for a second and think about that. Like we all voted on one thing and literally everybody agreed. Like just stop for one second and think about this. Oh, Maybe Jeff, our goal is one out. vote opposed. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's my point. Like right. maybe our goals aren't that far apart if we all unanimously voted on that. So right. That's why I said at the beginning, like when I, when I, when I came in late, <laughs> um, that like, this was about the narrative. Like I was honestly last week before the convention, when the whole, like talk about the emergency meeting and stuff, I was thinking about like, eh, let's just get rid of it now at this meeting. So we don't have to do it at the convention and save time. But then I realized like, no, like this to them, they're not doing this out of, integrity and actually exactly. wanting to do the right thing they mm -hmm. are trying to to uh Shut manipulate us, us and to yeah. bully us and i was like and, and the out-of-staters didn't help us pass anything we couldn't have passed otherwise they helped us just like and, and even like i say this like we were able to get through business quicker and it still took forever mm -hmm. like and the people are bitching about like how we did the delegates thing right i was like guys a hundred people signed up on that sheet that luke had they're 49 slots how do you expect us to like, do you expect us to go like line by line on each person? It, it you know how long months. it took? You know how long it took to get through like a yeah. governor can like just like right. you know governor oh, races and chair races? Two people. Like, we would we would still be there. Like it would probably take. Well, and like, that's the thing. And like not to cut you off, Jacob, but like but to just piggyback your point. And like you said it in group chats, and I've seen you posting group chats. It's like it's like not to be a dick, but we had the numbers. That's it. We could. Does he have an iPhone or an Android? Who? <laughs> Jacob. Why? I don't know. Because, yeah, that's okay, the only good, good thing about him. Just making sure. It's I always left him. the fucking chat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like, we, we have the numbers. It's like, I'm sorry to cut that to you, but like, how do you think this is going to go? We're going to vote the way we all believe to vote. And that's the other bullshit thing is like, you guys are told how to vote. They should see the arguments we have <laughs> in fucking our own chats. Like, yeah. I've seen Jacob in high school at it multiple times. Multiple times uh, about think, about differing before, ideas. I think I was this, the person who argued with Mike uh, probably the most now before uh, he left the, the caucus. It was Adam G, but now it's me. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to push Jacob as we're slowly trying. To yes, do yes. I'll, uh, I'll be the Go next one. Lefty roots. Massaging it out. Um, so I kind of wanted to bring up the point about the removals of the chairs because at first, I had thought that was kind of based in bad faith, like it was a little bit of blood sport on our part. But um, as uh, the convention went on and on the uh, 
you know, me and my brother giving Karen Ann Harlow's a ride back to the airport, she kind of elaborated on a little bit more. And I kind of wanted to put this out there for everybody. So everybody kind of understands what was going on. So it was uh, Sloan, the guy, Bill Sloan, I think. Bill the guy's Sloan and Sam Robb. Yeah, yeah. Bill Sloan and Sam Robb. So um, personally, I don't know Bill at all. I've had a few interactions with Sam Robb and they've always been good. I personally have no issues with Sam Robb. But um, Joel, Joel's, Joel's preaching right now. Yeah, yeah, he said, I disagree with so, me. System was treated with respect when I disagree with the cathedral. Oh. Past chair steals those social media assets. Dude, Joel was still anti Mises. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Kyle, but like, Joel was still kind of anti Mises when I first met him and I joined uh, a committee with him. And then he just saw a bunch of people who were like triggered by me for like the next like eight months after I joined. You're like, what the fuck? Like, Jacob's just trying to hear and like work with us and yeah. he hasn't done anything wrong. And people, I think we had like, Three or four people rage quit the committee just because I was appointed onto it. Because you're a Nazi. It, it, it's yes, like, you're Nazi, yeah. what are you here for? If you're going to leave when other people come in that you don't like, what, what the hell are you doing here? Like, is this about the party and liberty, or is this about you, you know you having a little bit of status in this small pond that we have? This small pond that is growing exponentially. I feel. Um, but kind of back to the whole removal of the chairs. Um, Karen had said, Karen Ann had said that uh, the chairs actually aren't allowed to remove people, right? So when they were telling Mike and mm. Karen Ann, when they were just simply trying to call the question or appeal the ruling of the chair or doing whatever they were doing, when Sam Robb had said that he was going to remove them, he cannot do that. The way that it would actually have to go. All right, all right. I resign from all my positions from the Mises Caucus for this irrational. That's that's all we had to do. I condemn that comment as irrational and repugnant. But the chairs actually aren't allowed to have people removed. They would have to say, "All right, well, I'm going to call it to the body to make a vote to have you removed." They don't have the authority to remove people. So um, that's kind of after learning about that, that's why I didn't feel like it was blood sport anymore. I realized that once again, these chairs perhaps were not operating in the best of intentions as no. I thought they were. So that's why it was kind of deemed necessary. They were, they they were going to stall. They were going to stall right. business until they forced the out of state issue at the beginning. And right. like, I love, I love how transparent Sam Rob was when he was like, I'm not trying to drag <laughs> anything out physically slowing his speech i'm down. just <laughs> trying i was just like wow like these people are so i actually funny. heard him literally say dot 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 on stage yeah <laughs> ellipses ellipses yeah. <laughs> uh awesome. hey heights if you want to jump in this let me know i'll send you the link <laughs> if you want to if you want to take 32 cents in let me know i'll read your comments yeah but, it was uh, you could just tell uh, once I understood that, that it's like, okay, well, you, these guys are no longer operating in the interest of, you know, the majority of the party. So get well, that guy friendly with Sam Rob. Right. You know right. what I mean? I was that's that's like, uh, two first names. You can't trust them. I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I actually, um, <coughs> excuse me. Fuck. I actually, it was fucked up with, with Jen Moore did to him. Like mm -hmm. they just threw him under the fucking butt, like last minute, pretty much, right? And was like, "Hey, you got to do this now." So, like, I did shake his hand after when he, yeah, pretty much at the end of the day, I was like, "Hey, man, like, sorry that happened to you." <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is kind of fucked, and like, I don't want you know, I don't want to be a dick, and like, just 
but yeah, that was fucked. I'm sorry, I gotta send this thing to Mike real quick. Hey, uh, don't worry, David Brady. Um, he doesn't follow me on Twitter either. Well, right? Mike's gonna get in here. Wow. Let me back out of here. Yeah, I got you. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Well, like I said, I just wanted to give you two cents. Later, the convention guys. was fun. The whole weekend seemed like a blur because I was wasted. Thank you for the good time. Um, politics. <laughs> politics. <laughs> you're, politics. You're, probably, you're almost Later, better off involved. We'll see, dude. Later, Later, dude. Thanks for coming. Um. But yeah, no, that I mean it, it was it was the right move to to remove the vice chairs. They were they were not acting in the in the best interest of the party. And I just these people were like are just like unable to operate in reality. Yeah. It's like I could not believe how like it was like pretty instant when we knew and everyone knew we had we had close to a three fourths majority. And they were like, Well, let's keep fighting every single motion because reasons it's just like i i would get it if it was like you know we had the majority but it was like 55 percent or something because i think i maybe there's people in the middle who might vote either way and you want to debate it and stuff but dude guys when it's like a three like, you know a 70 percent majority and you're just getting voted down every time i'm like do you, i think you all get off on like the like just the attention and the humiliation of it um it's just it it's sad um yeah. I think there were quite a few people who were uh, kind of getting off on embarrassment. Um, it, it honestly surprised me how many times Nick Sorwork would go up to the microphone or John Waldenberger and they would get laughed out or booed off the freaking microphone. Like it was I, impressive. I, I, Mike, I sent it to your Facebook messenger. I don't know. I sent it to you text and Facebook, figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, no, like I said this on, I forgot what podcast I said this on already, but I was like, at, at what point, as Nick Sarwark, even John, are you tired of just getting publicly dog walked where you're not embarrassed to just keep doing that? Like it's not balls. Like people go, oh, oh they have balls. It's it's not balls after a while. It, it's 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 not that because balls inquires bravery. There's no bravery doing that. Right. Like, it, it, it's it's just like pure embarrassment. And someone was saying that he uh, that some of those individuals might get sexually satisfied <laughs> by being absolutely humiliated. And I don't know, man. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't have another explanation for it. Yeah, it, one it of was, the, okay, sorry. I was gonna say one one of the uh, just something funny that popped into my mind. One of the one of the like underrated funny moments of the convention was when uh, Jonathan Weir got up and basically just promoted his business for for five minutes. Yeah, that, that was kind of funny though. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, I don't even blame him for that. Do it. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, he was he was kind of he was kind of grifting there a little bit. Yeah, but, that's smart. He's I mean he, he he's not he's he's not the happiest with with us right now and stuff and and like whatever that's fine. But I I I did like I was just laughing. I was just like he doesn't want to be up there. He's like just up there like I have a business. I do uh, things. <laughs> guys, we have to show our respect to Pure Heist, or he'll get or he'll hit us. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, we we all have to we have to uh, make sure we vote exactly with the, way the spoons. Yeah, oh, I have to. <laughs> we, we all we all rubber stamp um, his votes. Uh, one interesting. Can, can I leave my basement soon, Mike? Because I, I miss my kids. <laughs> Just for an hour. The my ch the chains hurt my feet. And if you can <laughs> um, what they're gonna think we're serious too. <laughs> Funny thing is, I actually hate this. But yeah, I know you do. That's why I'm also doing it. <laughs> there were a lot of people accusing Karen Ann of just rubber stamping uh, for Michael Heiss as well. And uh, 
I believe, Mike, you made a motion to... She, yeah, she slapped him down. For something over email, and she straight up said, no, this is against the bylaws, you're out of order, something like that, because you have to vote in person. So, well, so, so against that narrative. What that was specifically was um, how I had proposed to vote for the delegates. Mm-hmm. We never intended to ram it through the way that we did. Um, we just didn't want to spend two fucking days narrowing 100 yeah, down to 49. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, what, what was supposed to happen, and I actually worked the, workshopped this out with Sally, who was our convention and uh, membership committee chair, with uh, Fetzko, who was our information systems uh, chair, and with Bonnie, who was our secretary. I workshopped a solution out with all of them. And and like we all agreed, all, like, that's all right, that sounds good. And that was the uh, Helios voting form. And so basically John would have taken the form where everyone signed up, put them each as an option to vote for on that form, which would have then got shot out at some point in the dinner break and voting would have closed at some point, probably lunch on Sunday for everyone to vote on. That's how we were supposed to do the case. Like Karen said that was not a, not allowed according to our bylaws. I can't, I, I can't remember if she did or not. I know Ken did. What, because yeah. electric or something like that? Because technically you could send it out to people who were credentialed but no longer on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Like All I had thought about was we're going to have 300-plus people who each cast 49 votes out of a pool of like 80 or so people, and that's a fucking nightmare. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and that ain't going to work. There's going to be a mistake. And, and, and so I was just trying to fix that and didn't even think about the – the people not being on the floor element of it. So that's why we rammed it down and just said, all right, well, <laughs> plan B, we're just giving you the fucking list and, and voting on it. <laughs> like, well, yeah. they had put forth an, a list of what was it? 13 um, alternate delegates. And there was a little bit of uh discussion around that as well, because Steve sheets was supposed to be on there, but he wasn't even at the convention and he's a former chair which everyone I think kind of agrees that like, dude, if you're a former chair and our chair, you know, like you guys both aren't here, doesn't look good, but you still want to go to Reno to represent us, but you're not at your own state convention. Not to mention the way that Sheets has been acting over, especially the past month deserves complete censorship and removal from the party. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was such a, it's like, again, I also like, if I, I feel like if she blocked, like I said, half the party or if like half of us or Big most clear. of us, like, yeah, like, uh, she's like sending out messages through like lackeys to like get to us now. It's like, I think it's like, I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. You're irrelevant. Right. See you later. You're well, actually not even part of the party anymore. That's, I think that they'll never take this lesson, but that, that is the real lesson of this convention is that they're a, a, a tiny minority of, in what they represent of this party anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know what uh, the great Nick Sorwark did once say: "The party belongs to those who show up." <laughs> yeah. Right, which that constantly getting rubbed in his face, thrown in his fucking face, is backfiring tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> and these people are not doing anything to get more people to show up, and it's like it doesn't matter. Like they, they bitch about it when we take over county affiliates, they bitch about it when we take over state affiliates. It's like, I mean, what do you like? It, this is not rocket science, guys. Like, if you don't like what we're doing, do your own thing and just beat us. Like, this, it, yeah. No, you're right. This is what I realized from, I think, this past weekend, too, is they think shit-talking us online and giving out really shitty memes is, like, inspiring people to come out to fucking vote against us. When in reality, our messaging and what and our, not just our messaging, our community events, like, I mean, I, I mean, again, 
uh, Fiora Heist lets me uh, gracious enough to let me you know, go do comedy for certain events. And like truthfully, every time I go to any Mises event and do comedy, like everyone's fucking awesome. Like everyone's there to have a good time. There's and there's like 200 people, 300 people, 100 people. Like there's always a large group of people, and everyone like there's never trouble. People are fucking drinking, smoking weed, fucking partying, comedy, music, fucking karaoke, the whole thing. And they're jealous that they cannot build a fucking culture environment around their shitty fucking ideas or their shitty yeah. cultural status. And they look at us and go, "Oh, they're having fun. They're fucking getting shit done. They're doing what we wish we could do, so we could just have to attack them instead but, of." But, but Adam, but Adam, Kevin, Kevin gone. Uh, grew this party, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where? Where's the growth? They would have been there. 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 They're just taking credit for what we've done, and maybe yeah. like a little bit of the Joe and Spike campaign. But honestly, like, this is the same problem I have with Gary Johnson, where people go, "Look at all the votes we got. Look at all the votes we got." And then I look at all the people that like joined the party. They like, hey, but if they're not showing up and they're not getting involved in the movement, then what's the fucking point? Like right. just like a short temporary victory, like that's that, the, that doesn't mean anything. That's why Kevin and all these guys are like, we grew the party. If you grew the party, there would have been 120 people there to counter our votes, right? But there yeah. weren't. So how are you growing the party? If we won, how are you growing the party? And not just one, but like 80 20 Yeah, it was a body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we ratio them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, I mean, that's why they were freaking out because the entire thing. Like, what we're getting at is their entire facade was rebuked, and 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 yeah. Well, let me ask you guys a question because I've had some of these conversations in private, and it's been a fun conversation. What was all of your guys' favorite moment of last weekend? <sighs> Anyone want to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Cause it's, sure. So I kind of have a two-way tie. Okay. Um, for me. I went to that elected libertarian event. Um, and when I came out of that thing, it was like a fucking Mises bomb went off. Like, like it was kind of like sparsely attended. And then I went to that thing and I had a few drinks and I was feeling good anyway. But then it, it was just like a bomb went off. And I pretty much went straight to credentialing and for early credentialing. And I must have hugged like like 150 people in an hour. You know, like, and, and, and when I went over to credentialing and saw the demographics of the credentialing room, let's say, I was like, oh, we got this bitch. Cause you know, believe it or not, I still have this mindset of like, no one's fucking coming. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I still like, don't, I, I didn't know what was going to happen fundamentally. I mean, I was, I felt pretty good, but I, I, I fundamentally didn't know what was going to happen. So once I saw that and gave all those hugs, I was like, oh shit, we got this. And then also the first standing vote. Okay, yeah. The first standing vote, I yeah, look back yeah, and it looks yeah. like a fucking sports stadium's do like starting the wave. Um, <laughs> like zombie nations, you're like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody had a collective, like, wow, <laughs> at that point. Dude, it's wild because I was, again, up at the, uh, at the doors most of the time because they would not let me in with coffee. Infuriating. Next, next fucking place we go, that has to be a thing. Coffee allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> so I was standing in the lobby, like the ramp, pretty much the whole time. But and like, so Bill Cox and I were saying, I should have won this first standing vote. And we were, I felt like a king, like looking down at everybody. <laughs> we were, and I was like, wow, this is wild. Like, you, I mean, it was so blatant. Like, it was like, it was like a really good image. Like, you know, like a really powerful image to like say, I was like, oh shit, dude, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even close. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, good. Okay, Mike, I kind of wanted to ask too. What is, uh, so from last year to this year and seeing the difference between the two years, um, 
what's kind of like your thoughts and how did you feel kind of seeing how things went last year to this year? So honestly, it, it, the difference is only in result. Um, like I, that, that, that sounds kind of stupid, but like we had the fucking numbers last year. You know right. what I mean? Like they, right, they were right, just right. not allowed in the party because right. they wouldn't allow 20 people to credential and that swung shit. And then they had the 180 day rule because they were able to keep people out. And like, we had the numbers last year. Um, so, I mean, my, the main feeling that I have is relief. I'm relieved that I don't have to fight these idiots anymore. And, and we can, and we can just, you know, scale up the strategy that's already working elsewhere. You know, all the contested races, well, I don't want to say all, but, um, of the contested races that won in the state that I'm aware of, we backed them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and they were like our people, you know, Ben Seavers and Cade. And, right. Like, so I want to get more involved in that. I want to get more, get us more involved in, in uh, issues. Like I want to create progress. Like, can you guys believe that there's no method of like interviewing our candidates who are running across the state and, and, and determining which ones are high viability races. So like who's running in a head to head, no incumbent they've ran before they're knocking doors they have a team like just having this list of who are the serious candidates rank ordering them and then having a budget of like all right we're giving this much money to our solid candidates plus making a concerted effort to send ground support there there's nothing like that and that's like basic common fucking sense and that's and that's what the experience has been everything we're doing it's not brain surgery it's hard work but we're phone banking People, motherfuckers haven't been phone banking in this party for 50 years, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, it's astounding. It's sad. So one thing that I've kind of thrown out there a lot, and we kind of talked about this in uh, one of the chats, but uh, you hear from so many people that libertarians can't get elected, you guys can't win. And then on Twitter, I sent you a screenshot and someone said, uh, don't confuse the Mises caucus sweeping a state as the libertarian party picking up steam. Um, you had a pretty good rebuttal to that yes yes yes, yes yes but um you know do you think that we're picking up steam or does it just you know is this just a pointless culture war as some may say no i think we are picking up steam i mean do you mean like just the party as a whole the, um, what's going to make the party as a whole pick up so the the chronic problem in my opinion of the party is that there is no unified strategy and then and, and there's no long-term strategy so everyone's just throwing starting from scratch every election cycle and, there, and there's no institutional knowledge. And, and even if you did have it, you can't form fit it around something because there's no unified strategy. And that's something that I think we bring to the table. It's like we're going to focus on issues and we're going to focus on nullification candidates, you know, and, and train people up on that. And then how to identify the viable races. Nobody knows how to like most people don't know how to do it. You know, I mean, people get mad at me for saying it, but someone will be like, well, I want to run for state Senate. And my, I'm like, why? Like, what is there like, because you guys were talking about it earlier, unless you win, not really a return on investment in votes. Right. You yeah. know, but so we need people. We need mm. people more than we need votes. And then we will get the votes once we have the people because. Yeah, you can't put if, the cart before the horse. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're not, frankly, like, I mean, just statistically, now I've gone through training and shit from Young Americans for Liberty and, 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 and other places. But I mean, the reality is, is if you don't have a team and, and you aren't knocking doors, you're a fucking douchebag. You're not a real you're not a real candidate. You're not serious. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I also do find it quite ironic and hilarious that, you know, they thought we were going to pack our ball and leave after last year. And then well, we just triple down. And they yep. literally packed their ball and left when they lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and literally like my face, so like my favorite moment from the convention was when we put Ken up there. 
like that was such a cathartic moment just like it and like sort of like the beginning of like the healing from like all the shit that happened last year you know yeah, what i mean I, I, and I like the, the energy I, yeah, of the room yeah. just so like not that you there still it. weren't some there were some you know still some angry people and and people trying to cause problems but the energy of the room like noticeably changed when ken got up there it was it was that that was probably my favorite i told i told ken this to, i told ken this to his face uh because don't forget we were like it was like a while before that happened it was like tired we were so far behind and then ken sat down he's like should i introduce myself i was like no just go <laughs> just yeah. keep it going we all well, know the, you <laughs> the part the, the part where he's yelling before he got out there he was like let me he's just like yelling like let me up there he's like the, it's clear the fucking body wants right. me stop stalling let me get up there and share this fucking meeting it's like right right, right. I don't, I, so, so what that, that was in the in the uh the rules for the state or whatever that we pick if the chair doesn't do it we pick it right and it's so like jen can't choose who that, no, was that, thing, was, right? that was the whole yeah. point of the motion to suspend the rules. So what mm -hmm. we did is in one motion, we motioned to suspend the rules to declare the chair vacant and nominate Ken Krawchuk to act as chair pro tem for the duration of the convention. Okay. Right. Which is like that's that like that that is a hard vote to push through. It's two thirds. Yeah. Like and we we did it pretty easily. Yeah. So <laughs> com comfortably, I, I I might add. So it's uh, I I also I love the whole like legality argument they keep trying to like they're all they are fucking James Bond like I'm looking to lawyers and like yeah but L listen so did listen. they there's <laughs> like, a difference between a primary race yeah. and convention guys like I don't know what the fucking tell you yeah and it's so funny and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier but it's fraud. This, you know, this was a stolen convention. They did it illegally, and there's no like maybe we like pissed off these people and the party isn't doing anything really successfully and these people want to push it in a better direction like there, there's no reflection overall it's just no 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 that no. we couldn't be wrong so it's got to be stolen so now right, yeah. you know we're still the party no, there's a there's a funny meme i saw it's like uh it was a uh, principal skinner from the simpsons it was like a democrat logo over space and he's like you know pretty much like uh oh, do you think uh you think they don't like me because like I don't follow through with their votes or anything? And he's like, nah, it's probably all right. <laughs> it's, like, right it's, always, yeah. <laughs> it's always like something. Else. It's it's never it's, just like there's no self reflection. There's no humility. There's yes, no right. egg on my face. Zero. It's always Any, like anything attack, but attack, look attack. at what they failed at. Anything but look at what they failed at or what they didn't right. execute properly or where they could improve or all of that. No, they are they are God's gift to the LP because you know if we didn't have Auditor Jen, we wouldn't have rights and freedoms in this state. I mean, it, it's just crazy. You know, right? Yeah, it's like I, I'm opening myself up to every single joke in the world here, but I'll do it. Uh, it's like comedy. It's like if you just get like if your first year in comedy, if you're just like, dude, I'm so good at comedy, <laughs> like you're never gonna ever do good. Like you have to constantly like be like, oh, I, I'm I suck. Like I suck. I suck. I suck. I suck. I suck. Until you're finally like, oh shit, that's a laugh. <laughs> like someone laughed at me. Like if you in any entertainment thing, like right, it's just like anything else in life. Like if you. Just go in, never looking inward. You're gonna constantly uphill battle, dude. And this is what's gonna be for them. It's gonna be a fucking uphill battle because we always look inward. I feel like without our mistakes, like I, I gave fucking my credit before. We both gave my credit before about you know like oh yeah I fucked up with the thing. It's like yeah because that's what we do. We're men, so we're like yeah no we fucked up. We gotta no all right we fucked up. That was a bad idea. Let's do it this way next time. But there it's well, like and, and this Yo. is why like I almost feel like a lot of these people and, and and I don't like to be the person that gatekeeps, but. I just think these people don't understand libertarianism and they don't they don't understand free markets because like what happened this past weekend 
that was basically an act of the free market. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just just to get like down to like the like the the the, the, the nitty gritty of it. Like the the <laughs> Macy's caucus has been rewarded by the market, by the people who want actual liberty and who want libertarian party to succeed the Mises caucus are the ones that are that are growing the party that are grow that are getting the resources and stuff because people are realizing that we are better with that power and with with those resources than the establishment is and people who have people who have like wanted like people like me who wanted to disassociate from the party as much as possible years ago are now like in it so much that it like it feels creepy. <laughs> so it's like it, 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 they they have no like the fact that they can't recognize this. It's not just like a, a failing of like their own like self awareness. I think it's a failing of. I mean, and we all know this already, but like it's just one more way that they demonstrate how poorly they understand the philosophy. Well, the other thing that's funny is that um, they will not let go of the nomination of Daryl, right? But what they'll never mention is that Mike came out and said, look, I supported this guy and right. this is where I didn't do my due diligence here or there. It, they'll never you know, point out his explanation or his thoughts or his apology or anything like that. They're just going to say, oh, look, he, he nominated a sex offender. It's like, come on, guys. And then, of course, they're going to say, oh, the Mises Caucus did right. this. This was the Mises Caucus. Like, come on. It's so disingenuous. Because they're, they're, they're dishonest. Just exactly. like with the joke stuff, you know, with like any, even uh, uh, KCW with with her whole thing with the uh, you know when that guy Justin made that joke or made the when she was on my podcast and like he cut that clip. I'd be you guys know what I'm talking about or no? Oh yeah, 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 I, I do. Yeah, he she made a joke. She's not a comic, right? She's trying to be funny on a comedian's fucking podcast in the moment and she just took a fucking stab at a joke and i don't blame her right and he was trying to do what they do like oh look it's fucked up she's making fucked up joke and it's like dude don't do that like don't be them like you know what i'm saying like that's what they do like don't and like i get it it's annoying because it's hypocritical right but like it has to stop but we i don't want to sink down to that level <laughs> like and like we do that shit what are we gonna do sit here and try and cancel each other all day every day yeah. from side to side like I, I understand nuance. I understand gray areas. Like everything's so black and white with them. I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and like, thing, well, go ahead, Mike. One thing that's it's I, I think I probably have a, a a good perspective on this is you know people see what's going on right now. They see what just happened in Pennsylvania. You know they're hearing that we're doing very well in California and all these other places. It's very easy to lose track of the fact that we've lost a lot more than we've won. We got started in 2017. It's fucking 22 now and this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we lost two. I mean, we, we, we've way improved between the two. But we lost two national conventions in a row. That's like a three-year time period. You know, like it's only really, in, I would say, in the past two years where things have gone exponential. Or, or I would say a year and a half where things have gone like like exponential. Um and so like we had to have that mentality you know because we got our ass kicked we had to start from scratch we had to you know the, the whole scope of this thing was not to have from the beginning was not to have a pack and we're going to do this like candidate support stuff and then like it, it was just like we can't let bill well be the candidate mm-hmm. you know that's that's what this started as and and so we're all just kind of learning as we go along and and we have to take those lumps and admit where we're failing because this is just a passion project for all of us this isn't like and and none of us expected it to get to like where it's at now 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really important thing to learn from, from when you fail. And um, well, that's what makes you good in the market is you respond to what works and like you, you know what works and you know what doesn't work. And that's what we've done. It's like, we, we, we've seen what works and when we see what doesn't work, we, we, we course correct. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure going up to the convention, um, there were frequent texts six months prior due to the 180 day rule to make sure that everybody was, you know, registered with the party, credentialed or whatever. Um, this year, there were a lot more, you know, things in place to make sure that everybody was ready for the convention when the time came. And obviously, this year, we improved a lot upon what we had last year and we were successful in what we set out to do. Yeah. For sure. Uh, any final thoughts for anybody before we wrap it up on the whole um, weekend or just going forward for the year? <laughs> uh, looking forward to the next convention, and I will try to buy as many people as many shots as I possibly <laughs> fucking can. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to working with the board to try to put together what I'm trying to uh, – an idea that I'm trying to give them is basically to come up with like a vision board. This is something that they do in Florida, but to come up with like a vision board of like – what are some goals that we would like to hit in the next year and put it to fucking paper and, and execute it. Um, so like, I'm looking forward to filling that vision board. You know, I, I think we don't have any real marketing plan. I mean, Jesus, we've been told for a year and a half now that physical mailers in 22 is some kind of innovation. Yeah. So annoying. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. We don't utilize data properly. We, we don't have plans on evaluating candidates so that we can determine where to best invest in candidates. Like, like there, there's none of this stuff. And, and I'm let's looking go back to the, let's it. go back to the billboards without the website on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, my favorite. Are, are these resources, like, is the infrastructure kind of laid out for all this information to be readily available? Like, okay, well, this can't, this County may be this much independent. So maybe a libertarian will have a better chance there. This County is like strictly blue. So, okay. You may need to adjust your messaging here. Um, is that stuff available to us and candidates? I'm not sure what all they have on the CRM system. But they're done, again, it, it all to me, it all boils down to regardless of what they do have. Let's say they do have all that stuff. They sure as fucking properly utilizing it exactly. because there's no unified strategy. You know, like what we do with our onboarding meetings and like we call people and we form relationships and we bring them yep. in. And it's an extremely transparent process. And and there is none of that. We are the only ones doing it. And this is why we want to, quote unquote, take over, because we know that what we're doing is already working and we want to scale it up through the party, you know, like and we want to give the party these tools and these strategies and all this stuff, you know, like and it wouldn't what... it wouldn't have required a takeover if people had just saw like, oh, hey, the Mises caucus has good ideas. And they would have just invited us to be like, hey, we like your ideas. Help us implement them. But no, Correct. it's been two years of fucking like. No, you guys Street. are fucking Nazis. And no, <laughs> right. you guys are going to wreck the party. And look at all the success that you're trying to destroy. It's like, it, that's why the takeover was necessary. Because these people were delusional. And they, they you know, we, they we, we've done. Yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. Done what we, Angela, Angela is going to have a budget for this. Mm. Like, there's going to be an LNC line item for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, they took that one to the bank. I saw that. <laughs> keep 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 uh, therapists on retainer. We'll be the next uh, clinical study uh, study for uh, psychedelic therapy. 
we don't we don't even need that. Yeah, what we just need is like a mandatory like twelve week program where you do psychedelics while reading Jordan Peterson. That's, that's all these people need. <laughs> yeah, I is so clean. You gotta do ayahuasca <laughs> in the woods and listen to Tom Wood speak to you. <laughs> that's that's how, you, that's how you need to cleanse yourself that way. <laughs> But that was that was my long-winded answer. I'm I'm looking forward to trying to develop some solid programs to fill that vision board, have a marketing plan, have a candidate investment metric, you know, like just things like that. Well, to build on that real quick, um, I, I do believe that we probably have the strongest um, Libertarian Party faction in the entire country. And I'm very, very excited to see that move forward because there have been plenty of paleo guys that kind of hammer at the uh, Mises Caucus of the Libertarian Party. But I really do think they're just ignorant to the amazing people that have been elected in the last year and the amazing people that we have at work in the party in this state. So I'm very, very excited to see where the party goes in this coming year with um, the great people that we elected at the, um, at the convention. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the first board meeting that doesn't last more than four hours. <laughs> hey, I don't know whose dick I got to suck to not have it on a Saturday, but I will do it. <laughs> okay, I'll do it because it's crazy. It cannot be Saturday anymore. Move it to a Tuesday night or something. Like, What are we doing? Yeah. Does no one have lives or fun or like what this the fuck? was? This was their life, Adam. This was their this was their little incestual social club. Like (laughs) um one of the guys had a pirate party flyer, I think it was. He said George fastest growing political party the pirate I'm, I'm not kidding you the one I, I can't remember the guy's name it wasn't uh drew it was some other guy he was handing out flyers for the pirate oh party. drew Bring- was- drew uh bingaman it, it was one of those drew. it was one of those flyers where the ominous note written to me was was on one of those flyers yeah. oh yeah do we know who wrote that or no is this is it- i don't but if i had to put money on it uh, I mean, I don't have any evidence, so this is pure speculation, but I mean, that just seems like something Waldenberger would do. It looks like feminine handwriting. It seems okay. like something Waldenberger would do. No, hey, I know. At least, uh, at least uh, Waldenberger. For double down. <laughs> hey, hey, at least Waldenberger stuck it out longer than Ed Regan did. Ed Regan laid, left like really early on. I saw him for a second and a half. Like, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him. Sasha Cohen was there at one point. He asked a question. Um, Aaron Ryan Smith was there, and I believe they most of those people were gone like before lunchtime on Saturday. I uh, your friends. Uh, yeah, right. I never physically saw Sasha ever, uh, but I, I saw. I, I had a con- I know you told me you. In the I got it was actually a very funny moment in the elevator. Heist is fucking hammered and high. He's like everything. He just looks at me. He's like, I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like. I told Sasha Cohen to go fuck himself. <laughs> Dude, that we we gave money to that guy, like we gave like like and that and he was a he was a hater back then, and we still gave him money. It's and like that's why. I but we don't care about we don't care about candidates though. Yeah, oh, that's and that's and that was my point in telling him to go fuck himself is because because of the fact that we gave him money, he knows that we fucking care about candidates and we want to do what we can. And is and and then therefore he knows that he's fucking lying. He's you know? so petty that when I brought that up to him in the uh, Thunderdome chat, he said, "Chat, he said, you know, if I have to, I will get a second job and I will pay every penny of the that donation back." And I was like, "That okay, is the pettiest. That's the we need pettiest, that for Reno. right? Yeah, I was like, that's the pettiest yeah, yeah, yeah. shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my life." 
Yeah, I, I, I told you guys, I had a, uh, a one-on-one with Aaron Ryan Smith outside the hotel bar, and we had a good conversation, not going to lie. Like, he wasn't a dick. We had a really nice conversation. Uh, so, I had a good conversation with Luke he's Moyer. one of the ones that bitched out when I joined the Media Relations Committee. Yeah. He was like, I can't be on the same committee as Jacob Wintergrad. He's a fucking Nazi and pedo-apologist. So, so, <laughs> I mean, you are, but... Yeah. To, to speak to Aaron Ryan Smith, last year at the convention, to his credit, he went out of his way. Um, to, he, he kept telling me, hey, man, I'm going to get you credentialed. We're going to get everything set up. you know." And I spent um, – he's in my county, so I saw him a couple times at meetings. And me, him, and his wife had always got along very, very well. I mean, we were cool. And then I made a joke about autistic libertarians, of course, in the Thunderdome chat. And then all of a sudden, I'm a racist piece of shit, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's all over. And oh, all you Mises guys are the exact same. So at that point, I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck you. Like, like if that's the way it's going to be, go fuck yourself. I, I don't want to talk to you. Which, we, again, that's why it was weird, because that was not at all his engagement with me. Oh, very- yeah, that's what I was getting to, is that he'll never be that way to your face. And that's, that's shitty. Yeah, you know, yeah. if I have a problem with you over Facebook or Twitter – you're going to hear about it if we got, you know, face-to-face problems. But I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking give you shit. Like, if we're cool in person, don't get that way with me over text. Like, Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and what's fucking bullshit, and, like, I was I was kind of alluding to this earlier before you, you came on, Mike, but it's like, you know I'm not a toe-the-caucus no matter what kind of guy. Like, there's been some fucking times where, like... We've we've had you you call me up and you're like yo what the fuck are you doing or whatever and like we have to talk shit out and I remember over yeah. the past like year and a half like I I kept on like optimistically or naively however you wanted to put it I was like you know come on we can make this work with these guys we don't have to be fighting with them and I would you know like put put my hand out get slapped away put my hand out get slapped away join a committee everyone rage quits join another committee. Oh, people are fucking uh, doxing me and calling CPS on Bonnie. It's like, uh, you know, it's just like, you can't make this shit up. Like you cannot literally make up the fucking shit that's happened. Over Joel the has past a real year. question. He says to Mike, Adam, Jacob, have you treated you differently in person versus online? Serious question. No, not me personally. We you, didn't fl- treated- you didn't flirt with me in person the way you do. Yeah, we didn't. But other than that, I mean, other, but other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, no, so no, you're a liar. I mean, <laughs> yes, over time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Dude, br- yeah. Bring up Constantine's comment because that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, Mike, Mike brought, so when I, when I became chair of your county, Mike came out and brought a book of uh, economics in one lesson by Henry Hazlitt. And oh, literally, okay. like, other than the Mises people, there was like uh, half of the people who weren't Mises were just like, Oh, what the fuck's that? Oh, I don't read economic books. I was just like, probably should. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't it. It was uh, Jeff Deist who said, if you check a libertarian's economics and if they're off on it, they're probably not good on any other issue as well. And honestly, yeah. that seems to be pretty spot on. Yeah. He usually is. Drills mm-hmm. is fair for Mike, but now I feel we're straight. You can go from feel to no, bro. There you go. <laughs> And if like, you're like, nah, I still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun weekend, though. I'll say that. I mean, uh, open up for the Dave Tom thing was cool. Yeah. That was wild. Meeting Tom, Tom Woods, Woods was, was really cool. Yeah. I, I feel kind of bad because I did call Tom short. And then after that, I'm like, man, why, why did I do that? You know, I said it behind his back on this podcast. I didn't say it to his face. <laughs> you know, I was fucking mad at myself. So I met I met Dave last year and I kept my cool. You know what I mean? 
I met Tom, and I was just like fucking like, oh, Tom, I love you so, like, like just like could not get a full fucking sentence out. Yeah, just, like well, sitting there, fan girl curling and shit. It was just like, uh, it, it, I'll say this, man. It the the wake Dave and like especially Dave with Tom too brings around them like when they're like just like chilling. Like it's crazy how many people just like flock to them. It's wild. There's one like hear him talk. It's crazy. Like yeah, do, I, it's, it's 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 so interesting. When I talked to both of them, I really didn't want to be like that guy that's like sucking their dicks. So I just tried to say like, hey, you know, nice to meet you guys. Really appreciate the work, and you know, kind of let them be. I, I don't want to be one of those dudes <laughs> like riding their dick the entire night. It's just. Yeah, well, it's, 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 I had to fight through a bunch of fucking autistic nerds to get to him to ask him how to bring him up on stage. <laughs> like, push their... Like, uh, all right, guys. Again, uh, Tom uh, Woods yeah. has a penis. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he mentioned that that is now objectively true because he said so. Tom's seen me do stand up twice, and I've got him to say penis now, so I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> Five daughters approved it. It was him saying that he has one that approved yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daughters are a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dude, I'm starting. I'm starting. I think I'm starting to become known as the as a comic who makes all the serious libertarians just fucking laugh at dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dice Woods. Everybody. Everybody. Right, dick jokes. We got an ass for every seat. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Um, again, if any final thoughts before we get out of here? Because I got time. So if you got time to kill, I'll sit here and bullshit. I will be down in Florida in about um, about sixteen hours. So I'm I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, fuck you. Enjoy it. Yeah, I will. So mad. Thirty eight degrees Florida. down there tomorrow. I can't fucking believe it. Where? Where are you going? Sarasota Beach. Is that not hot? <laughs> no. Well, like in the morning, it's like 80 degrees, and it's at like 92% chance of rain. And then, uh, yeah, it's at like 38 degrees during night. I'm like, man, that's like not even Florida. It's like warmer up here, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna be, yeah, I hate this weather. I hate the Northeast. It's the fucking worst place. It is. It really is. All right. Uh, Kyle, Jacob, Michael, thank you so much for joining me uh, for this PEA, LPPA recap convention weekend. Uh, hopefully, this year goes good. I'm sure it will. Have a good XCOM, I feel. So I'm stoked. And hopefully we see where this thing goes. Only the only good places I feel. Uh, don't get off yet, so we can say goodbye off air to each other. But to everybody else, see you fucks later. See you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter, or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.